This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the wine, wine situation. situation. Hi, everybody. Hi, this is season three. Season three. We decided if our spinoff podcast, uh, hashtag so LA, could have a, a third season, bef- they we should do it before them, but they already did uh, they it. They already did but it. But we realized we should be on season three. You guys, season three. Can you believe it? Oh, how we've grown. This is the podcast uh, where we, uh, you know. Get people situations. With wine. Mm-hmm. And wine. And wine. And wine. And, and we sometimes do, we wine. We, some, we do sometimes wine, although that's no longer the theme. No. It's all happy vibes. It's all happy vibes. It's all about wine vibes. Wine vibes. <laughs> wine. Uh, speaking of that, Sean is the wine whisperer oh, who right, yeah. looks into your soul, feels your vibe. If you miss season one Sometimes he vibrates with your vibe. You just <laughs> see him like contort a little bit. And yeah. then he, he opens his eyes like he's seen the light. Mm-hmm. When my chakras align... I that like, too. I vibrate in like wine frequency. And out of his mouth comes a, you need a dolcetto d'alba. Whoa. I was thinking Schiava. We were like so close oh, to so each other. Just, just across the country. Like, but the, not, not the long way. Just the, the just yeah. like across like Lake Como or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Sean also helped up in Barcavel and worked with Greg Condas. He knows wine. He knows wine. That's Ellen Clifford over there. Hi. She is... <laughs> <laughs> that was obnoxious. She really yeah, loves that. saying hi. It's her favorite thing. <laughs> She's a Mademoiselle uh, du Palat. Ouais. She is a accomplished sommelier. I'm just gonna say I, that. I mean, I've I mean only ever staged in restaurants straight and straight up a sommelier. You're a wine expert. I guess I don't know. I yeah. still I she did, would never see. She's uncomfortable right now. I haven't gotten the <laughs> results from my last test yet. You guys, the hell test. It is over. At least hopefully for now. I did get 10 out of 12 wines varieties, right? But On the blinding? I, yeah, but Damn. like you have to write such lengthy, like long notes saying, and this note told me that it must be cool climate and blah, 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 blah. They, I ran out of time. Yeah. I, I, I even nailed you. the Gruner Veltliner. That was fun. You yelled it? Nailed, nailed it. Oh, nailed it. I, I was <laughs> the only one who was... Well, they, they, okay, they fucked with us. No, no, In you, the middle of the last flight... It's still kind of aggressive to yell German, I think. But. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. Too soon. It's too soon. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, uh, in the Wait, middle well, of the flight, they gave us, uh, like, uh, uh Riesling that was definitely, you know, fairly sweet. And so then, but after that came the Gruner Veltliner, which is so out of order. So I didn't know if I was, if it tasted so bitter because I just had this fucking sweet wine. I'm like, they did that to fuck with us. Yeah. Got you W sets. I'm coming Got for you. you. Well, they're British, so. Yeah. They're all about, like quietly fucking with you while they go it's so true mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's how i feel like when you read their examiner's notes on like past diploma papers they're just like this was good and it was correct but it wasn't what we wanted i Ugh. hope they're not listening to this i love you w we love you wsct i've never Give me taken that your test Give what? Me, i've never taken any one of your tests Ellen's taken a couple but you've taken the intro at the court i did that was fun we did that just for the show though yeah, but you you did you we did, did it. I had a you study. Passed. I studied a little bit. And I passed. Yeah, we stayed up. We burned the midnight oil over ah, a bottle of Zen. One was corked though. So sad. Ugh. Fuck um, you, Bendel. Fuck you, Bendel. So yeah, this is a wine situation, guys. Thanks for coming in for season three and joining us. And we're keeping some things the same. Keeping some some things the same. Yeah, such as our <gasps> Grape of Thrones, Thrones. renamed Grape of the Week. 
Because I realized I there's was no like, more there's Game no more Game of Thrones, oh, guys. You guys, we have outlived. Hey, we have a grape of the week. Game of <laughs> we have a grape we put on a throne for the day. It's king for the king for the day grape. King for the day. This grape is king for the day. Do you have like a some sort of other trumpet you could do for that? I feel like it needs like a ticker tape or something. No. No, no, no. Like, I, I like that. This like, oh, we got that. We got the sweet, sweet update. Yeah, um, sweet Simeon. 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 Your grape of weak throne things. <laughs> we'll figure it out soon. It took us a while to land on grape of throne. So yeah, so hey. Give us a minute. Don't force it. Let it happen. Yeah. It will come. It will come. <laughs> so yes, the grape of the weak thrones is Simeon. Uh, How do you spell that, Ellen? S-E-M-I-L-L-O-N. Thank you. They call it Barnavartha Pinot in some parts of Australia. I don't know what that means. They call it Hunter Valley Riesling in the Australian region where it is most known for being made, Hunter Valley. Uh, it's probably most known for being a part of uh, White Bordeaux and Sauterne. Sauterne, guys. That yep. sweet dessert wine. Have you ever been lucky enough to have that sweet, sweet dessert French wine mm. that's white? I've got a bottle of it for my birthday in the fridge. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait Damn, to Damn, that's it. good. I was researching that because it's a thin skin grape. Yeah, it's it's really. I'm telling you, like you don't know. <laughs> it's really susceptible to botrytis. Share your knowledge. Which I was like, why is this the botrytis grape? You want to explain botrytis to our friends? Uh, botrytis, it's like a, a a rot. It can go into like becoming the wrong kind of rot, but when it's the right kind of rot, it kind of like punctures the grape, so the moisture comes out, and it gets all these honey marmalade, nutty grape flavors and, no. and the sugar gets really high because the grape dehydrates it's kind of like the blue cheese of grapes oh yeah it's good right good good rot i mean that's, yeah it's that's, good rot it's like good mold it's good mold because yeah. it's like a moldy thing that yeah. makes the grape sweeter more the, delicious the grapes apparently look really purple makes a little cocoon anyway that's my favorite <laughs> use of of uh that it's also you can you explain why it blends well with sauvignon blanc as it does in the rest of uh as it does in bordeaux actually i mean i can make some guesses i don't know the official reason you probably know um because it's like fuller and rounder yeah yeah because it, it doesn't have as like, much acid doesn't have as much yeah. acid yeah um, but yeah it tends to get like a waxy kind of texture a little bit mm -hmm. but not in a bad way tastes like citrus fruits yeah. It has and like the texture of like Chardonnay, but like more of the flavor profile yeah. of like Pinot Blanc. Or and they do oak Chardonnay. it in Bordeaux, like Chardonnay. Oak it. Oak it. They you don't just oak got it as oak. much in Hunter. <laughs> you got <laughs> oak. They don't do that in Hunter Valley so much though. And they harvest it uh, while the alcohol level is still fairly low. So it's got a really good acid. And they are known for their ability to age there. And then oh. they, they, I think the reason they call it is Hunter Valley Riesling is it gets all that sort of like petrol like oil kind of how does like it get petroly what how does it get petroly i don't know i feel like that's yeah time after time yeah and, and gets like toast, toastiness won't catch honey be waiting what song is that cindy lopper mm. i saw cindy lopper at hollywood bowl it was fun oh yeah she got stung by a bee true story oh no while true performing? story yeah Oh. You guys, this is the breaking news we bring you. Beep, 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 beep. As Cindy part of sung by a bee. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, that good timing. <laughs> you guys, Brennan is Brennan's back we're with at groceries. Sean's house. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not at Covell tonight. We're if at my house. Things sound different. Yeah. Um, so Shelby's on the couch. Brennan is parading so Trader Joe's through. 
Oh, yeah. Brennan, you know him from episode 69, the boyfriend edition. That's right. Or the one before that. Oh, yeah. He made a surprise entrance. Do we have anything else we want to say about Semyon? No, I feel good about Semyon, you guys. That is your grape of the week that we've put on a throne. I don't know. Grape king for a day. Semyon. Let's move on. Our guest, who is so patiently sitting through this nonsense, <laughs> um, she is the the author of an award-winning cocktail blog what? and has a podcast by the same name called uh, Bit by a Fox, which we'll talk to her about because I didn't know about anything about that. And, you know, if, not to objectify her, but I'm gonna. She always looks, like, really awesome. Like, she's got such a cool style. <laughs> Please style. welcome to the show, Prairie Rose. Oh, Prairie thank Rose. you. Such Thanks a, for that awesome intro. Such a great name, too. Oh, okay, thank you. If I left you. anything important out, let me know. Feel no, free to that, say was, it now. that was great. That was good. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome thank you. So show. happy to be here. Welcome to my house. So, so <laughs> happy to be in your house, Sean. You have a beautiful house. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, beautiful wood floors. Some wood floors here, guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to remember They're to a nightmare to keep clean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, just like beautiful, like wood in general. There's a lot of like. It's a lot of wood. good wood in the house. Good um, detail. A lot of 100 year old wood in this house. Yeah, mm. in the kitchen. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, so, what are we opening? Here? Well, you you said you were open to like new different regions, and this is something I don't Absolutely. think we've ever had this region on the show, and it's a great. Most people don't know. It's a good call, uh, and it's from one of my favorite producers, Domaine de Deal. Uh, it's from uh, Savoie, ah, and Savoie. it is the grape is Mondeuse. Mondeuse. It's it's a it's hopefully it's you know I I always get nervous wines are going to that be sounds exotique. It is. Exotique. Exotique wine from, is it sound? The wine is clean. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, I can I'll breathe now. First, oh, right. thank you. Oh, yes. The wine is Taste clean. Taste that, Ellen. Verdicts? The wine is delicious. The wine is deliciously <laughs> clean. In my opinion. Okay. Yay. Yeah. We, we can drink this. We'll we'll talk about it later on. But anyway, we wanted to bring something a little yeah. special. And I've had this wine a few times, and I have currently have more on order because I love it so much. And it's a great summer red because... Hopefully, it still has a little bit of a chill to it. Yeah, summer reds are always fun. Yeah. Summer red. It's summer fun, red. Fun to nerd out about wine. Yeah. yeah. It's well, kind of an obscure region, too, Savoie. It's, it's south of mm-hmm. the Jura in the uh, sort of eastern uh, area of France. Like the Tour de France kind of goes through there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mountains. The Scrapocene oh. bikes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very it's kind of a biker. <laughs> very French. Well, let's cheers to cheers. all these things. Cheers. Yes. Yay. To savoir, to bikes. To savoir. Ooh la la. Ooh la 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 la. Oh, that's nice. It's yeah. light. And Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. Like super peppery. Perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. A little spicy. A little spice. That is a good summer wine. And mm-hmm. it is chilled. So. Yeah, just slightly. Yeah. Um, so what is, sit for a bit here. what is your yeah. wine situation? When did What's you, my do wine you, situation? When did you first remember wine drinking wine? <laughs> you're, I know you're more of a cocktail connoisseur uh, now. I am. I'm, I'm a trained well. sommelier, though. What? Which I don't think I saw you, you did. I, in your bio, that. you did do the W set, too. Right? I did. I oh, did, wait. You did, did the W set? Yeah. Did you go, oh yeah, I did the advanced program. I was actually going to do my diploma. Uh-huh. And um, and then I got distracted by spirits. Oh, so I, they, I mean, the diploma you get, I had to take a spirits test. 
test too? Yes, so. I did do the spirits test. Oh, okay. And I think that's when I was like, maybe I should. So I pivoted soon after that. Uh. Um, and uh, so I took the spirits uh, sort of module that was for part the diploma? of the diploma program. Uh, yeah. And, um, and they were just... I think that was the first year they allowed that. Oh. I was in New York at the time. And it was... Um, well, they've, they've separated it now. My, my diploma class is the last one to do spirits. Okay. Everyone else after that has to take it separately. Yeah. Oh, wow, really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Split. What did you blind taste on your test? <laughs> oh, God. I did um, Beaujolais and... Um, but the spirits one? The, oh, the oh. spirits one. Sorry. Um uh, it's all a big blur. Oh no! What did we blind? I don't think we did a blind. It's all I don't a blur. think we did a blind it's test funny for how the that's spirits. A blur. I guess they changed. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. I think the program changes year yeah, after year. That makes sense. Um, that and makes the, sense. when I took it, it was still in its infancy. Like they were still oh. so developing the, the spirits the, program. Do you have a red pin? I have. Yeah, I have a few pins. I have the because I started with the intermediate class oh, sweet. Yeah. and then did the advanced class the and then i did the spirits class oh okay. so i guess wow. you could, yeah but the spirits class was like a it joke. was not it was kind of a joke <laughs> let's, i'm gonna be real about it it was not it was not super developed when okay. i took it um but there wasn't really any other um training any sort of like yeah. academic training in new york at the time for something so spe- specific as yeah. spirits with wine there was a lot of there's options the court, there's the court yeah. there's the there's mm-hmm. the but with CS. with spirits it was like well you could become a bartender <laughs> Or yeah, Astor yeah. Wine in New York had some like cocktail classes, oh. and they had some pretty intensive classes that you could take that were pretty comprehensive, and yeah. they had amazing <gasps> people teaching them, like David Wandrich, oh, who's a cocktail sweet. historian, and wow. so I took things from people that were like legit, yeah. but it wasn't ongoing, and it wasn't really <coughs> academic at all. So it There's was for so fun to learn. Yeah. It was for like, fun. Yeah. yeah. So that was like kind of your gateway into doing spirits and making it was, which I always recommend to people uh, that wine is, is kind of the perfect gateway mm-hmm. to prime your palate for flavor, anything like really. Combinations. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, I can't imagine approaching it, that world, even the cocktail world without having that base knowledge, because I think it was really important um, and I like nerding out about yeah. flavors yeah. and stuff like that and the production of things. Oh, and it's so complicated. Oh, yeah, right. I've God. like actively forgotten all the complications of rum and how it's made differently everywhere. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I don't. Uh. Well, mm-hmm. listen, wine is far more complicated than spirits in general. Like I, oh. I abandoned wine mm. at a time when I was like, I can't, I, during my advanced studying when I was studying for that advanced test I my entire apartment was just covered in like <laughs> maps yeah. and, that's my yeah. current situation so my friends yeah. would come over and it'd be like you know a nerd fest yeah. and people were like what the fuck are you doing like this is crazy like it like was so deep I was deep yarn, into like, it connecting I'll show to, you like, pictures of my walls to like later. places on a map yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean things. it's complicated yeah, yeah. And it's good to just have it, like, I have it all hanging up because, like, sometimes I'll be like, what was that? And then I'll, like, run to the thing on my wall and be like, yeah. And the thing about wine (laughs) that is is even more complicated is that it is always changing. Mm -hmm. So it's a living, organic thing that if you don't keep up with, so I don't even tell people that I'm a trained 
sommelier. Yeah, because you know, you're like, yeah, but, yeah, because yeah. I I don't keep up with it like I should. I mean, I am. I've recently, in the past year or two, have gotten back into a little wine writing and mm-hmm. um, going to wine regions and sort of deep diving into it. But I am not. I, I you know, I'm not like you, Ellen. I, I don't oh. have like you know. I'm, my knowledge is is sporadic, so <laughs> I'm not working in a place Spirit- like Barcavel. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. so on, I'm like, it's yeah. you know, I could do get it into it when I feel like it, yeah. but I'm not I'm sure on top of it. Would come back, yeah. like, and the thing with it is, there's so much to know that just like. I don't know. It took me years of just like reading about wine before things started to like stick. So it's like you kind of have to revisit things and remind yourself. And you do. Yeah. I think wine is so interesting because it's you know until I got kind of serious about it, I didn't retain anything. It helps to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it helps to really study. helps to yeah. drink it. I was gonna say that makes makes it stick in my memory more than anything. I can mm. memorize all these producers i can memorize all these regions but then when you can actually have like i think adding that extra sensory memory of the smell and the taste like and then if you think of the facts like it all sort of gels together yeah the more strings you can connect in your mind i feel like and having the right kind of teachers yeah like i've i had some pretty good mentors i had a really great mentor in new york that i worked in a restaurant with and he was he owned uh, a wine bar in Rome for years Ooh. and then ended up being a general manager of a restaurant I worked at. And he was the first one that really introduced me to quality wine. Mm-hmm. And he was, but he was into all kinds of wine. Like I learned a lot about Italian wine because he was Italian, but he was, I'm from the Pacific Northwest originally. Mm. And he was all about it and was all like introducing me to Willamette Valley Pinot Noirs at the time. And, you know, this Columbia was Valley. many years ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he was the first one to really speak about wine in a way that was approachable, not snooty. And I was able to relate it to food and uh, I was able to articulate it. Mm. And I think that's until you're able to have somebody that can speak to you yeah. about it like that, you don't really make that connection. Yeah, totally. And it's it can be so intimidating. It's yeah. I don't know why wine is so intimidating to people I, until that happens. I wish people didn't think they I had know. to already know. Like my... my my aunt the other day wrote me a message. She, she was going to visit my other aunt and uncle who live in Washington and near Woodenville where all the mm. wine tasting places are. Yeah. And there she had some dinner, fancy dinner set up at one of the places. And she's like, help me, Ellen. I don't want to look like an idiot. I want a sweet wine. What should we do? I was looking at the menu. Is is? Do you think the orange wine would be sweet? And I was like, send me the menu. Aww. And I was really? like, probably order the Chenin Blanc or the Riesling. But I was just like ask like that's a place for the reason the person has a job is because you don't know about yeah, wine there's experts yeah. and they want like to that. talk to you yeah, about exactly. it oh my god they're begging to talk yeah to you. so yeah. i was like just ask yeah they ended up ordering the chenin blanc and liked it but oh, that's great. <laughs> i that's don't great. know if they end up asking but i was like i was just like just just ask you don't have to know yeah i don't know people are get people are so fearful around wine in a way mm. they aren't around food yeah like we yeah. could it, we could articulate things about food and flavors and things that we we're like. not worried like, about like, being this is right what I like about food and then when it comes to wine it's like ah, 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I like. I know. Yes. Oh, that's the other thing. I told her, I'm like, you know you like sweet wine. That is great. If you actually know what you like, yeah. then they can help you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People, please don't be afraid of wine. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Come talk to us. <laughs> Come talk to us. Come to Sean's soothing home and talk to us. Yeah. But knowing like a few varietals is yeah. always key, right? Yeah. Like knowing a totally. few things that you like. And, and knowing also places. And places, places, right? Yeah. Some regions. Or even just a wine is your favorite wine. You can name it and springboard from there yeah sure. totally very helpful yeah if you um, like a barefoot spritzer you like a barefoot wine spritzer hey no judgment no, no judgment. they're delicious i'm not kidding <laughs> <laughs> i know you said this earlier about how like wine and flavors kind of help inform like spirits and cocktails and stuff yeah. but like i mean outside of like the balance of like sweet and sour and all that like what to you makes like a really good cocktail like for you like you're like it has to have fresh herbs or it should really have this thing or yeah. like, do you have like a favorite do you thing? have a go-to do you have a go-to favorite? sort of like oh they've done this it's gonna be good well i think with like with wine it has to be balanced yeah. right and it's um so it always has those components of that base spirit the acid mm-hmm. that's going to be the sour component and that sweet that balances out it's like the yin and the yang that balances it out and then you have you know your wild card ingredient and that could be sometimes that doesn't exist in a daiquiri or in a margarita that doesn't exist like a sour yeah. drink it's like you've got your three components yeah. and that's perfect and that's a perfect cocktail um but sometimes it's like a, that little sprig of thyme or rosemary or lavender i or didn't something. realize till i started playing with cocktails a lot what a difference the garnish makes yeah it's not indispensable yeah Yeah. well like you know like a everybody is all about negronis these past few years and you know what's i love um i love like an orange or a grapefruit peel Mm. in a negroni and sometimes that just that oil Mm -hmm. no it is and sticking your nose in that can alter because aroma is so much of it and that's orange oil is so like gets everything going Yeah. yeah yeah It's so, important. Yeah. Guys, garnish, guys. Garnish. <laughs> to, uh, in Sheep's Clothing, the new the, the spirit bar downtown. Oh, shoot. How is it? It was fantastic, but they had these amazing garnishes. And I was like, mm. like at first, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's like literally like half a lilac bush. Like, <laughs> into my, I'm like, how am I going to drink this? I mean, like, sometimes what? things get so ornate. Yeah. You're like, everything is getting lost. In exactly. Yeah. But it was like the first time, really, I, like, I put it to my mouth to sip it. And I was like, oh. You got a nose full of something. I got a nose full of something. And then I took a sip and I was like, oh, and it was like, you know, really fresh. Yeah. As long as there's not like in the very beginning of the real craft cocktail craze. um, And I was I was living in New York at the time. It was there was a lot of like weird herbs happening and (laughs) a lot of like, you know, gigantic sprigs of rosemary and lots of floating lavender and like getting in your mouth you're like pulling out of your mouth throughout the night and you're like you don't want to be doing that so you know there's there's ways of garnishing that can be you know not so intrusive i don't want to get shit in my mouth Um, but I do think there's an olfactory sense. There's an experiential sense mm-hmm. to a cocktail. And visually, our, our taste buds will tell us different. Our brain will make our taste buds report different things to us just on, based on appearance. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And also, it's like, a like if you have the olfactory thing going, yeah. like, 
aggressively, that will inform, you know, your taste buds. So you don't need it like little bits of it in the drink. Right. Ooh, garnish yeah. like, question. the smell of it. So. I don't want to be pulling herbs out of my mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not pleasant. How do you feel yeah. about flaming the citrus peel? Because I've tried making cocktails where I flame it and I've tried ones where I just spritz the oil over and I've, yeah. I've never noticed a huge difference between whether I, yeah. I do it over a match or not there's there is an element when you flame it that can add a little smoky quality mm. to it that is nice um it's so subtle though and if you don't know how to do it if you don't do it right then I'm the that, person who doesn't like lost. smoke maybe that's why I don't yeah <laughs> I and the most important part is that orange oil yeah it's the oil in lemon or yeah. li- the rinds yeah. that's important it's that's more important so yeah. Mm, now I'm craving cocktails. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying cocktail. this wine, though. It's really good. Should we play what's in the glass with it? This is oh, while we're talking about our sensory. Yeah. It is a relatively translucent purpley wine, is my diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Relatively. I don't know. They're quick, though. They are. Yeah, it's not super viscous. Yeah. Nor does it feel like it on the on the tongue, on the nose. On the nose. Yeah. No, it's just let, a lot of earthy yeah. quality to it. To me, I get so much like just every kind of pepper, like pink yeah. peppercorn, black yes. peppercorn, pepper, pepper, and some white pepper. Some white pepper. Yeah, mm-hmm. it gets that almost floral yeah. thing. I could see how this would be a really great food wine. Mm-hmm. So I think it would com- it would complement a lot of um, like cheeses and yeah. Salty, savory. It has a savory quality to it. A little saline yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. If someone told me they liked Pinot Noir but wanted to try something wild and new they never heard of that wasn't Gamay, I would send mm-hmm. them to this wine. Yeah, a little Nine less juice. fruit. Yeah, yeah. It's, or it's more of like a little bit of like blueberry kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that it's austere, but it has that earthy quality to it too. Yeah. No, this is really one of my favorite producers. I tried one of their like... I think it was a uh, Roussan recently, yeah, and it was very subtle. Oh, so good. Um, very the, subtle blueberry, but like the pepper really does overpower. It's yeah. hard to get like fruit characteristic on this. And I don't mm-hmm. normally like like too high green pepper on things. Like I'm not the biggest Cabernet Franc like fan. Like a vegetal. But, but this has like a balance. This has like all the all the peppers in the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not green peppery at all. Yeah. Yeah, not vegetal. Good Mm-mm. word. Yeah. Green peppery, not a pear. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Nothing like a young Cabernet Sauvignon from Chile that has like green pepper. Mm. Oh, it's not ready. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Too green. Don't yeah, nothing it. like it. Too you much don't of a baby. Yeah, like ninety-nine percent of the ones I've had, I'm like, yep, nope. Well, I don't like Cabernet Sauvignon from Chile. <laughs> but you like Carmenere? That tends to be super peppery. It's great. Carmenere is great. I want it. I love it from Chile. Yeah, mm. but I don't get the green pepper. Oh. I get spicy pepper, but oh. I don't get like bell pepper. Oh. I have not. I have. I don't drink a whole lot of carmen carbonara. So, well, get going. <laughs> I gotta get going. Get going on that carbonara. It's a fruity spice bomb. <laughs> yeah, um. it's funny how you can get in certain jags on wine mm. too. <laughs> like I have definitely like gotten to certain almost like little ruts where I'm like this is when I'm drinking and mm-hmm. it's kind of the same region the same same um, varietal and um, and I get stuck in that space I've been in what I've been calling basic basic wine bitch mode recently where I'm like <laughs> craving all the Sauvignon Blanc and like Cabernet and I never oh. crave Cabernet mm. and I'm just like 
Yeah. Bring on the California cab. <laughs> yeah. It's not a summertime wine, but for some reason I've been craving it. Oh, they got into your I head when it. you when they what? took you up there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I said the whole. I went to 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 Napa for the wine writers symposium, and they just like I was so. I don't even, I don't normally drink that much cab, especially yeah. not like Napa cab. And it was just a week full of every Napa cab on sure. earth. Yeah. And I was like, I think they wanted to sell us on it, but it had kind of the opposite thing. But maybe it's like a delayed reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly burn. I'm like, they, they put burn. enough in my system that my body, unbeknownst to me, started craving it. And I'm like, bring on the Napa cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was how long it lasts. in Sonoma. Oh, I for saw. Writers. Yeah, for a wine writers retreat. Oh, but, sweet. Um, cool. And that was... Um, uh, but and but th- they really gave us a, a, a full well, range. Sonoma has yeah. m- more of a diverse identity than yes. Napa. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like Chardonnay and Cabernet do really well there. Uh, but the you region got, is so huge, yeah. and, the, and the Pinot and the Zin. Yeah, I mean, and they they are doing Grenache. really interesting, almost experimental varietals in there too. So, and European um, styles. Uh, m- more so than Napa, yeah. um, and they just have a lot of they have a lot of earth to work with there. Yeah. It's, it's you know, but uh, but they're also it's sort of like I feel like the farming community is a little bit more experimental in general in Sonoma versus yeah. Napa. I'm still getting to know the California wine region it's since I've been out it's here, huge. and it's so huge. Like I knew nothing about Temecula before I moved out here. I still don't think I've That's visited okay. it. And, and I, I don't need well, I was invited on a on a press trip there, and um, right after my Sonoma trip, and I was like, I can't go to another wine region right after uh, Sonoma. Sonoma. I was just like too many deep dives into, and also I need to go home and like make some money. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> that's what happens with these press trips sometimes. It's yeah. like, oh, it's great, and they're you know amazing, and I don't want to ever complain about it, but. Um, I have to go home and I yeah. have to make some money to pay your rent. Uh, I have to pay my rent. Yeah. <laughs> Do but you find usually good like uh, writing out? Because sometimes I've, I've I've started to occasionally get offered trips and I'm always like paranoid. <laughs> oh, what if I can't find? So the, what if they're you can't place it. I'm all, yeah, I'm always yeah. like I can't promise. Right. There's a lot of stress behind. Yeah. Me. I think because I'm uh, I've always been a blogger. Yeah. It's been uh, that's my safety. Well, that's nets. what I do with wine. I mean, but nobody reads my wine blog. But I, I that's what I do, do. Oh no! I hope people aren't listening to this. I'm I'm like I mean I, I get I get some some hits, but mm-hmm. when there's something that it's I'm like wildly successful when I can't immediately place it. for something that's paying me, I yes, will put it on. The girl, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know. I that, that is, is a thing to yeah. be, be able to place it, and there's a lot of stress. I have um, my friend Georgette calls that um, what does she call it? Press debt. It's like yeah, when you, you feel get in into debt, debt in because you're doing all these press trips, and then you're, you go debt. home. And then you have to, you've got like three. Yeah, you're like, totally. how can I make money off this trip? Yeah. You're like, how can yeah. I? And you also promise yeah. to kind of like place these stories. Right. And sometimes you you pitch it out and you've got editors that do, you know, give you the green light. Yeah. And then you come home and they're like, yeah, on second thought. And you've taken the trip already. Yeah. But I think they're sure. understanding you in a weird position. of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not everybody's not understanding. Uh-huh. Of the last yes. person I talked to about it was totally like, oh, no, 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 we get it. But, yeah. But they're, yeah. yeah. You it definitely depends. get samples and you have the publicists there just like, hope you enjoy. And then they back off. And then you get the ones that are like, 
So do you have any ideas for that? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, they're doing their job. Yeah. And I get yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone starts yeah. to do their job. But, but back to Temecula. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went on a Temecula. So I went to. Did you to, go? No, I didn't go. But I have, I went to a Temecula dinner in Venice uh, like a year and a half ago. And th- they brought out all of the, they like, they had probably eight different um, winemakers from the Temecula region that were part of their organization and uh, and I have to say I was so impressed with oh, that wine wow, like I, I doesn't have the best right yeah, that's I right. yeah ha- we don't yeah I know exactly. I know <laughs> maybe and things are changing I I don't know if sometimes it's situational <laughs> of course, sometimes you of have course. beautiful dinner and it was a beautiful pairing and we had a great chef and um and it was a really fun night but I tasted through some really impressive oh. wines and a lot of it was this sort of European, Ita- very Italian. There was a lot of Italian huh. varietals mm. that they're working with. And apparently there's a lot of Italian families that have moved oh, there. And so they, and they produce pretty much for wine clubs exclusively. Yeah. Like they don't export outside of that region mm. at all. And they told me that they get more people in their wine tasting rooms than Napa does every day. They get like thousands of people well there's like i mean it's intense san diego is a huge city yeah and it's I so close no idea, there's like though. three million people in san diego but it's like but it turns Something into like this that. like wine yeah. disneyland yeah. there and like i always thought that about napa i was yeah. like oh well napa like they bust these people in and it's like but san francisco juggernaut yeah, exactly yeah. right but like temecula is like three times i guess they well, i think also maybe even more people wise, tasting rooms i think are probably more expensive than napa oh yeah, yeah. no no for no, sure absolutely yeah. Yes, and also, I just feel like Temecula is such a young but, place, too. Like but I'm intrigued are, now because I always kind of was like, mm, I know. Yeah, I've never done it. You guys, let's take a trip. Oh, let, let's do a trip. Let's they, do so a trip. they invited yeah. me in for harvest, and I was going to go for harvest last oh. year, and um, and I ended up going to France instead. But <laughs> um, but I de- I definitely want to do that. I think that would be an amazing oh my God. trip. So yeah. let's plan it. Okay, let's do it. Episode Temecula episode. Yeah, I mean, hashtag Temecula. I have. I I want to support the community I want to support yeah, the oh yeah of course yeah yeah, I want to. We I'm really haven't... intrigued about all these people making LA wine recently and like Angelino just right. opened I really yeah. want to see what is up with all that sure I don't yeah. want to I want to reserve my judgments for I lived in New York when they the, you know that wine region like Long Island North mm. Fork like yeah. even up in the Finger Lakes like they were attempting to, to you know and Cabernet Franc did really well in the North Fork and a lot of like ice wine did beautifully mm. in the Finger Lakes and then outside of that it was tough yeah but I wanted to always support New York wines because that was That's where I was living yeah. Yeah. and I want to be able to support small businesses and small winemakers and and make sure that you know the word gets out but you know it's so it's a it's a process yeah. but um but I I I had some really good wines at Temecula, so, oh, you know. Yeah, let's, let's I'm go. just, yeah. yeah. We'll take a little road trip. Yeah. Road On the trip. way down, Ellen, you got to listen to Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. You gotta... Oh, my God. I saw Cindy, can I just, I saw Cindy Lauper the next night. Oh, you did? And she was joking about that bee sting. Oh. She talked about the bee sting. She it talked was... about the bee sting. You guys, come to the our podcast time, for the hot Cindy Lauper guys. The whole time, I was like, is this a bit? Like no. this felt like she it felt like stung. a bit. Oh my yeah. God. 
god. Yeah, and then she talked about it the next night because she was so traumatized. <laughs> oh my god. It was. But she how was amazing a total was pro. she? Yeah, oh, she was amazing. She was amazing. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Like I was always obsessed with Cindy Lauper, so cool. but she sounded amazing. Sounded amazing. And she, I don't know how much banter, how much she talked during the show. She talked a lot. She yeah. talked a lot during so our show, funny. which I love. I'm like, talk to me. I just Cindy, baby, come on all of our pods and banter with us. <laughs> come on, banter. And, and so, Ellen, you knew girls just want to have fun, but you didn't know time after no, time. No, I know that song. Okay, good. Time good. after time. It seemed earlier on the pod that you didn't It might have been Sean's rendition of it. It could have been that, yes. I mean, it might have been. I will take, yeah. For about 35, well, 30 it, minutes over here, I've been like, what's wrong with oh, Ellen? Ellen. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were just doing it so under your breath and I wasn't catching the words. <laughs> well, I occasionally, my uh, Preston have to know Cindy Lauper. Boyfriend of the podcast, Preston, has uh-huh. sometimes informed me that my pop culture knowledge is not up to standard. Were, but you, were you born in a hippie commune? No. Oh, that was I me. I, I grew up with <laughs> a, PBS and classical music, though. Okay. And then at school, it was like... A lot of yeah, I don't know. A lot of Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, oh. I have a I have a girlfriend no, like who didn't that. grow up with television. Yeah, and she was one of those people that would just well, like if there was a TV in the room and she walked in when she was like when we were in middle school, she would like like oh, yeah. be mesmerized and nobody oh, could talk oh, to oh, her. Oh, by the time I was in middle school, I started to learn more. But I learned I didn't like grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I just went like right to goth. I did. <laughs> I did. I went right to goth. I have all the right goth. Right to goth. Yeah, she was like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like goth is sort of conducive to all that. It's like fuck the man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like rejection of like pop culture. Mm-hmm. Except it's so. But then just it, as dogmatic and uh, obnoxiously so sometimes. Uh, Sorry, goth culture. Aww. I still love little you. baby goths. I always will have a soft spot in my heart for goths. Mm. Even though <laughs> I was you, not. Why? I was not. A I mean, goth. It's I don't know. Story? I, it's, Are you just like, okay. it's just there's something so we precious all about be, goths. I mean, me too. But yeah, I, mean, I, re- I really resonate with <laughs> Lydia and Beetlejuice. Come on, guys. <laughs> there we go. Come on. Yeah. No, I was never a goth. I never went through like a stylistic period. Really, you know, like a specific. Yeah. Yeah period i think i was too interested in too many other too many things at the same time uh, that well, that's I, never, why I, I couldn't commit to goth goth you have to commit to it yeah i mean yeah, that's, that's why i call myself a semi-retired goth am i mostly in black and do i still listen to loud angry music a lot yes <laughs> but i like to sometimes wear pink and and listen to Right. My, 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 my Sia and just home. like the hardcore hey, goth it's like a full time commitment it is especially it for is. a man and too I, it's like a lot absolutely. of hair makeup oh stuff. there's more like, you have to makeup. be willing to spend as much yeah. time as a woman essentially welcome to womanhood that's true that's yeah. true Yeah, it's true there's oh. a lot there is I mean I feel like there's a commitment with any kind of subculture yeah though. like if you are full that's on true. punk yeah. like you're doing your hair yeah. like piercing shit I don't give a fuck what I look like yeah except you care so much oh yeah or like yeah. rockabilly uh-huh. or pinup, steam, steampunk. Like I feel like any subculture. Like if you were that deep into it, like you wake up like two yeah. hours before you have to be out. The door. Oh no! I yeah, so I much. Just, and I just eyeliner designs to draw down your face. Yeah. I mean, I usually just was a like. T-shirt. <laughs> Look at me! I'm wearing like t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> Hey, you're pulling it off. Thanks. Hey, you got a nice it looks pink. good. It looks I good like to me. I like pink on men too. Me I too. Like I always say it takes a real man off. to wear and drink pink. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Like I that I've talked about this before, but I had a one of you know. There's a man I had a boyfriend a in New York who, when I was first like really getting into wine, and I went over to his house for 
the first time I was over at his house and he had like just a fridge full of rosé and bubbly mm. and I was like swoon I know swoon <laughs> yeah right he knows what's happening yeah I mean that was like I feel like that was kind of before was like yeah. before you know yeah, yeah like he was fully you know uh, comfortable in his masculinity like he didn't care he was like I love rosé yeah. fantastic yeah and that was mm-hmm. you know before that, it, we were calling it blush, but uh. blush. My colors are blush and bashful. <laughs> um, you worked in restaurants, right? I did. Yeah. I worked in restaurants. I worked as uh, I worked as a, a bar. My very first job in New York was as a bar manager in a very French restaurant on French Row on West Fifty Fourth Street Whoa. between Fifth and Sixth. Um, and then, um, and I mostly waited tables. Like mm-hmm. that was my. Mostly my service job. I did some cocktailing, but... Um, so that was kind of like your wine gateway sort of like, yeah. It was. It was absolutely my wine gateway. Yeah, um, yeah so that bar, that French restaurant. And when did you learn the term bit by a fox? Oh, bit I by a fox. Yeah, yeah. Let's, we could talk about that. Um, but I, or finish talking about that. Uh, sorry. Yeah, well, I'm really my, the French piece. restaurant introduced me to French wine ah. for the very... Like, that was like the first time that I sort of got into wine or mm-hmm. started even talking about it, like... It was p- penetrating my brain, you know, and um, and then that next restaurant, I with my mentor Guido. He Guido, his name's Guido Venetucci. Of course, oh, his name Guido. Is Guido. Guido Venetucci. Yeah, and he uh, had lived in Rome, and he had owned a, a mm-hmm. wine bar, and then he had moved to New York and managed a number of Italian restaurants. And he, yeah, he introduced me mm-hmm. to Italian wines, but all kinds of wines. Um, and then, um, yeah, but bit by fox is uh, a term so when i was thinking of uh, starting a blog mm-hmm. i was starting i wanted to start a drinks blog um i wanted to look up terms that meant drinking or drunk or something fun that was around that world but mm-hmm. not super obvious i didn't want it to be like the cocktail blog. I also didn't want to like pigeonhole myself because I had been studying wine and yeah. I had been uh, interested Keep in other open. things. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so um, I had like Googled terms that mean drunk on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it was literally like just this list of random terms like Learning laughing at the carpet. Whoa. Oh, cork high and bottle deep. Um, what was the last like, cork, cork high? Cork high bottle. and bottle deep. Uh, yeah, there's so many different, there's so many horrible <laughs> phrases. But um, one of them was bit by a fox. And, uh, I, and like I was like, that. oh, that's so yeah. cute. I love yeah. that. And then I did a little research and it was um, super obscure and uh, nobody was using it. Like I looked everywhere. Nobody trademarked it. And it was... Yeah, what's like the etymology origin of the, it? The etymology is it. It's, it's from the 16th century. Okay. And it's a slang tavern term from the UK. And oh, yeah, okay. it uh, so it means drunk. So you were if you were getting a little bit by a fox right oh. now, we're having a little we're having a little wine. Mm-hmm. We're getting a little tipsy. So um, that uh, the etymology behind that is um, the like hair of the dog. The dog is actually a fox hair of the dog that bit you. And bit so bit yeah, by totally. a fox, so it's all that is all tied in. Tied into that. And ah, but that's it's, where hair of the dog comes from. Yeah, from bit by a fox. Yeah, 
So everyone knows what? Hair of the Dog, yeah. but no one knows Bit by Bit Fox. By Fox. Well, that's because people are more interested in having that's an excuse awesome. to drink again the next day than they are admitting that they were drunk. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, so <laughs> I, I, like, did you trademark it? I, I, yes. No. Yes, I no, you did. Yes, don't take her. No, she owns it, you guys. Yes, so don't totally. open a bar. Like, don't make me pay for it for my own brand. Uh, no, yeah, I, that's something I. It's on my list for many years, <laughs> like six years. Um, so yes, I know a good it should be trademarked I, because no one else has used it. I, the only other time I've seen it, I was in um, a liquor store in Brooklyn, and they had this old timey sort of cocktail origin story book and it had these illustrations in it Mm -hmm. and it had this illustration of this fox biting this man and it said bit by a fox underneath it it was like some sketch that was ancient and uh but other than that like i've barely seen it anywhere and i've um, I've been using it for six years. So. It's also like a great excuse too. You're like, I'm not drunk. I'm bit by a fox. Yeah. I got bit by a fox. It's classy. I was it's drinking. Cooler. I was bit by a fox. That's <laughs> but what my happened friends to use me. that now. They're like, yeah. you know, if you have the next day, they're like, I think it. I was bit by. Goes bit by, by a fox last night. Last night. Yeah. <laughs> not my fault. It was the fox. I love it. It's such a good idea. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, foxes yeah. and it so kind of works. Idea. And foxes totally are works. cute. Yeah. And people give me fox things now. Mischievous. Yeah. They are. They give There's, you fox things now. I do. I have like fox collections of stuff. I have like fox scarves and ties uh, and uh, random shit. Um, yeah. So. Take it, embrace it. Yeah, I love it. I have. I love it. I have. <laughs> I have. I feel like I have. <laughs> Bit by uh, fox. Now yeah. you're never gonna forget podcast land. No. Mm. Get it in your brain. When did you come and to LA? Use it. Uh, I uh, I came out here about three years ago. Oh, okay. A little over oh, so three years ago now. So. A little bit of a newbie. Yeah, yeah. still new. Welcome, welcome. I'm at that point where I'm. Like I've been here over two years, yeah. so I feel like I've kind of settled in a little totally, bit. Yeah. And uh, but I also feel like there's still so many things I don't know about LA. Like, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like it's it's one of those cities that you could spend your whole life in and still discover yeah. things about because it's so spread out and there's so many fascinating cultures and neighborhoods and um, underbellies. And yeah. yeah, I love the history here. Mm-hmm. Do you have like favorite um, bars? Not to play favorites but. i uh i i have some favorites yeah um when i that 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 question is always like i know i hate that a I hard know, one feel, for me because yeah. um but there, i i it, i go through phases where like i have neighborhood places yeah. we live in silver lake you live not very far from me mm-hmm. um and you know i i end up going to places because proximity proximity um, That's why I went. To, I went in Chief's Clothing because we were downtown. I was like, "Oh my god, we're downtown and it's night. <laughs> Let's <laughs> right. go because we're never gonna do this again." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or not never, but there's yeah. some special places yeah. though. Like, um, I really like Mini Bar. I think that's oh, a really yeah. fun bar. bar. Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. a special little place. Um, there's like there- a mezcal place on Sunset. Uh, um, the bar, David. Mm, Barcalo? Yeah, I think Barcalo. Oh, yeah. Echo Park? Yeah, Echo Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great bar. Yeah. Um, I ran into David outside Tax the other night. Once. Mm-hmm. Ah. Coming back from Paul McCartney. <laughs> 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 
That's where you were? Yeah, we were Paul McCartney. Oh, wow. We had a pretty epic concert yeah. weekend. Oh, right? you did. Cindy like, Lauper and Paul McCartney. That's like... Only in Los Angeles do you go from like, I'm going to see Cindy Lauper tonight in Toronto. I'm going to see Paul McCartney. Yeah. And so epic. how was seeing music at Dodger Stadium? Like, yeah. I'm was, curious about it that. It was maybe the best show I've ever been in my life. Oh, my God. For I mean, real? For real. I mean, because was, of Paul McCartney or what? Paul McCartney and the Beatles and Ringo came on and played. I know. I end. heard that. I um, heard that. It was just such that. an epic experience. Yeah. Um, How does yeah. he sound? Great. Never stopped moving. Okay. Started at eight o'clock and got off stage at 1145. And it was like, holy shit. It's wow. like almost midnight. Fireworks, like wow. crazy. Oh, like everyone was singing along. Fun. We cried. We laughed. It was like, I was like, mm, I don't know. This is going to feel like, you know. Right. I get it. It's Paul McCartney. No, but like you can't tell. Like no. I feel like concerts yeah. are. Like to see it, like, like let it rough. be like Blackbird. Like Aww. just to see him sing those songs and sound so good. And like yeah. it was just like. What? Wow. It was surreal. Yeah. It was okay. epic. Yeah. All right. Must say it was definitely, if you get a chance to see Paul McCartney, mm. go. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And he just is so generous with his spirit and his yeah. time. You don't feel like he's like, this song again. Like uh-huh. he really, yeah. he's back into that, knows how much joy it brings people. He seems like that. And like, we'll do it. I feel like, like watching know, we'll Patty Smith you. is like that. Like oh, she's really? played yeah. Because the Night a Gajillion it. Times and she still mm. just, just like gets into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Because you have um, to kind of go like this, this changed people's lives in a lot of yeah. ways. You know, it means so much and to them. And honor how, that. Yeah. How do you, how do you go like, well, I don't want to do it. It's like, no. Right. I don't want to do play it. my hits. But yeah. 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 A, I want to finish playing What's in the Glass of If Only so briefly and, and B, I have questions about cocktails for you. Just, okay. Just tossing oh, yeah. that in. Yes. Oh, thank you. I think we had finished with nose. I hope I'm not ruining the fun. I'm really good at derailing fun. That's why I started funny. And everything's and bad now. Everything's no. sad now. <laughs> Thanks, Ellen. Okay. Oh, I looked at the alcohol. I cheated. Mm. Now, what were we doing? We're, we're nosing it? We're nosing or? it. We, uh, we nosed it. We nosed it. And now we're, now, we're, now we're moved on to structural I feel elements. like it did all of that already. Oh, we, now we're talking about, okay. Structural. Palette. Still got that pepper. It's got pretty hot. I asked Ah, yeah. It is, yeah. Acid high. Uh, tannins or medium? Yeah. Medium yeah. to medium minus. Yeah. yeah. I get it like mid-palate tannin. Or yeah. There's some yeah. tannin there. There's yeah. some yeah, sneaky so tannin. Sneaky tannin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. But it is very acidic, which it's makes me think it'd be really a really good food. Food wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wine. I think it would change so much with... Yeah. Oh, God, that would be fun. I well, I, yeah. I ordered two more bottles of this, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to have it with food. I don't get any different sort of aspect, though, on the nose and on the palate. No, the palate pretty much is the same as the nose. Yeah. What do we think the alcohol level is? I cheated. I already looked. Did you? Yeah. But I think it's I think it's one of those, like, import percentages, if you ask me. Think about it, though. Think about it. Think about it. It doesn't seem particularly high. 12.5. I'm not guessing. Are we all I, know. Guessing? I know. We're I know. All, I know. I, I, I actually just happened to look at it when you get when you when I poured it. So I was like, thirteen point six. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Do you want to go prices right on this? Um, Would you underbid everyone, or do you want to just go for a number? Um, <laughs> God, I I'm not that good at this. I I you're I, looking at the legs. What did you say about yeah. the legs? And I think I think maybe. I think around what you're saying, like 12.5. I guess 12.5 only because you said I think that's the importer thing, and I think I feel like it's a might be. What's like, cheaper, higher or lower? Oh, uh, cheaper is is lower. 
So what would you want to air towards? So maybe 13. No, the other way. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, sorry. No, I meant of the actual. 12. 11. I meant actual. 17. I meant actual alcohol level, but okay, yeah. um, I mean, I'm looking at the bottle. Okay. Just just Uh, like whatever that number is. Okay, um. 11. Yes, 11.5. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I think you're I think right. It's a little higher. No, I think you're I think honestly Ellen you're actually technically correct. I think it's probably more 12.5. I I don't think it's 11.5. But the legs if you you know if you look at the it's legs got, again got the tears like they get like they start fat and they go like super yeah. skinny. They, yeah, but they're pretty thin. You know? Yeah. I think this would still count as medium minus. Medium minus. I do better sometimes the uh, figuring out the actual alcohol level than I do like remembering uh, uh, what they count as medium minus or medium or medium plus or it's just like. Ugh. I love that your your lipstick matches. Ooh, does it? Did you do that on purpose? No, but oh. thank you. I yeah. was just feeling I was feeling a little more gothy than usual today, so I was like, I'm gonna get, get my I like get, get my. I mean, I definitely yeah. see your goth roots totally. today. Like, I was I was feeling it extra. Dark. Also, yeah. like I can like your lipstick's not coming off on the glass. No, it's matte. It's, it's, it's matte. It's pretty you matte. You guys, I hate to say this, but ever since I started buying her lipstick, I can't go back. Kylie Jenner. What? Her, her lipsticks also smell like cake. <laughs> okay. Okay. And she hey, has these I, lip hey guys, kits. Spoiler alert: lipsticks <laughs> smell like. Cake. Does that? It's alter your experience no i think it goes yeah. away like after it initially okay. goes on yeah. like i don't so smell it now but when you first yeah and if you smell it it's like ooh. oh yeah and she's cake. got these lip kits that are just like they stay put like I, I i can i can make out with my boyfriend and not get my lipstick all over him it's great i mean ooh, sure and I, I guess i, I trust well, her it made me think of when we went to perch for lunch and there was lipstick on the glass at this table next to us. Mm. And the woman mm. was hysterical oh. about it. <laughs> really? Yeah. And this is after. Does she know how hard it is to get lipstick yeah. off of no, glass? No, no, no. Don't even get me started. Like, And mm. she was like so beside herself that it finally the manager was like, I've taken everything off the bill. What do you want? Like, do, oh, do you my want to God. Take and it was like her and her like kids. It was so awkward. And oh, I was like, come on, lady. You're a terrible person. Yeah. Also, don't take your kids. She was to like, perch. she's like, I she just know. wouldn't. <laughs> I know. Also, right. super weird. <laughs> like they weird. were like, and they were like annoying from the beginning. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's a bummer. That always bums me out when I'm terrible near customers. people yeah. that are really horrible cu- or that they're horrible to service people you want to like apologize for them yeah. like yeah they're a shithead you're right it's <laughs> like a bad like a date that is like horrible to a service Ooh, person a, oh yeah, that's no, a, a that's, that's like a oh number check one. Yeah. please yeah there's just there, there's these two women that come into Cabell and they are awful <sighs> and i won't help them because it's, a, it's a trigger for me because yeah. I'm just like, I'll like I, I try to be nice to them. And they're yeah. so rude to me. Ugh. They're so what is rude. That, what does that come from? I guess it's like if you've never worked in service before and you just are really, you're, I you think just, that like you, you think are you entitled? Be, you're entitled? I mean, some people you think, think the world revolves people, around them for real. But also like maybe they think it's like an act and like that's who they got to be. Like they got to assert oh, themselves. Maybe. I think it's a male thing. I, I have that's no idea. Like literally. It's so you think if it's, if you were a woman, yes. they would treat you differently? Yeah. I think they would. Well, that's interesting. It's yeah. interesting because it's the same they, on being on the reason, other side like, of the bar. Like literally, yeah, I tried her on 12 wines and she just was like so mean to me, so mean to me, so mean wow. to me. And I was like, nice. I, and this is like from the first time. And I said, um, she's like, well, what does this taste like to you? 
And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm not changing. And I'm like, all I'm trying to do is make you happy. Yeah. It's literally what I said to her. Right. And she was so mad oh <laughs> at me saying that to her. She's like, I'm just going to have to go sit down. I'm going to have to talk oh, to someone else. Oh, she's so and mad. I was like, you just want to make her oh, happy. I said, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like all I want to do, her? I'm like, all I want to <laughs> do, um, I think she's a lesbian. If that makes oh, any difference. So okay. I think All there's right. like some All like right. I think that might interesting. But they're just they think they're so cool and what? I hate them Ugh. so much. Oh my god, it's like and high I hate school her so much. or something. That's and gross. I like and I feels like yeah because yeah. I'm so I'm like it's like she comes to the world, I'm like I'm like I'm just not gonna engage because like it's they're like, like there's only one he person needs like to know that. I'm the alpha here. I, right, exerting I don't know your what it's power. About. I don't know yes. what it's about. Yeah, I wonder what that's about. Maybe, but I'm like, maybe I'm she not going to help you. She might not have any power in any other aspect of her life, and she's trying to exert it here. Well, Who knows? She's an actor. Because I've had oh. people that are like, oh, I know who she is. She's an actress. Oh, she's an actor? Uh, <gasps> Come on. It Just gets behave worse. yourself. It gets worse. I know. So I, like, I can't wait. I'm going to work with you. I'm gonna be like, of course I'm going to work I with her probably one day. I always call her out. I'm going to be like, oh, you're... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to show up on set today and be like, hey, bitch. Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make your job life fucking You guys, yeah. it, was, it was actress friend of the show, Maggie Lassen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, my God. She's like the opposite of that. Yeah, the complete opposite. I was just yeah. thinking of people who hang out at Kovac. Although you get, no. you get probably amazing people that come into Bar Koval, right? We do get amazing like, people. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. So that's like the point zero zero one percent is yeah. that. And then like 99.8% of everyone else is like so nice, yeah. so cool. Uh, but it's be those more chill. like rotten like, people that can ruin your nights. I was going to paranoid. Ruin, like, I'm like terrified now that she's going to come in. Because <gasps> I feel like now she like, once That's so is upsetting. like fucking with me and I'm like oh god so I'm trying to avoid it but you're sometimes yeah. you're just trapped back there yeah. you're like I don't know what to do like I don't know what the answer is right I always get like <laughs> you know nervous I mean? going to bars that the person the I'm with is, isn't yeah. gonna know how to behave just like that one time I was sitting there and a woman came up and was like chatting me up and ordering from you and like uh, she was being weird about shit and then you came over and you're like do you know her? Because I guess Sean thought maybe I brought her, and I was like, "No, that yeah. is not my friend." It's always funny, yeah, because there's so many regulars too, and like if yeah. someone's being a, uh, a, a jerk and they're like, yeah. "I'll walk away," they're like, "Oh, that guy." Yeah. Yeah. Someone, I'm like, yeah. like, that's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like I feel like that's a place where you can get real trashed. Oh yeah, yeah. like there's something about wine, like wine drunk that is like up on you. Oof. Like you get yeah. drunk, yeah. like so drunk. Yeah. Like there's something about like getting drunk on wine. It's like you don't for, you don't realize you're doing it, and then yeah. you are so drunk. That was my Saturday night. Yeah, that's like probably so many women at the bar, right? Totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Barco Bell is like that place. But I also, I but it's get also it. like a date place. It's a date too. place too. Yeah. But I also get like you know like it's a weird place. You've never been there. It's confusing. Like I'm yeah. Like, people are not used to. Your I structure. try to give people like they're like because I would kind of be like what What do you mean like well where's the menu like how do like how do yeah. I order? Like, it's how not much confusing. Is it? like, you know, like I would like the, like these would be my questions. I think I for the people that are afraid that they need to sound like they know, not having yeah. a menu is very scary. Yeah, and I'm always like, I'm like, they're afraid. I'm is like, he you pouring can try me this? Whatever co- you want. Yeah. So ask, oh, I can tell you how much everything is. Like, I want to be. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, I communicate whatever I think their hesitation. Is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, calm yeah. Them down. But yeah, this yeah. one, this one girl, like, is oh, just man. To, like fuck with me. Wow. I don't know what to do. Yes. do what did up? she have like nights she comes in? I feel like I want to come. Yeah, in can and, we like, come beat be her like, up? Can we? I know. I want to be like we could flank her yeah. on either side yeah. and we'd be like, we got you, know. you back. We'll be so na- we'll like be so nice yeah. on either side of you that uh, her like, that she'll just be like what she'll be overwhelmed by niceness. And then she's like, why is he ignoring me though? <laughs> <laughs> 
I literally, I don't know what oh to my do. God. With I know. That's all you can't. When she's there, this is somebody that's clearly like it's all about them. It's like yeah. she's po- she's and poisonous. it's working. She's unhappy. It's she's unhappy. Well, but she's, she's in your mind. But she's yeah. like affecting you. You shouldn't yeah. be affected by this. Right. Like but she's like if her miserable. goal is to be like talked about, it's working. Yeah, yeah it huh. is. <laughs> You still. She's infamous. Suck. She's on the wise situation. We so, like, uh, hot. And today, or today felt hot to me. I don't know. It was it hot. Was hot today. Hot summer hot. day. Uh, this summer day, if someone said you could pick a favorite cocktail for this moment, what would mm. you have picked? Well, so my my hot summer cocktail is always like a GNT. Mm. Like I do. Yeah. I will. Th- I will always little lime you know, or want. oh yes yeah lime. Um, what gin? You know, and I'm gonna be basic bitchy a little bit and say an apérol spritz. I do love an oh. apérol spritz. Yeah. I love sure. that whole tradition in Italy, and um, I'm not gonna let the popularity of it dim my love for it at all. I was the opposite. <laughs> I'm hey, the, I, I love a bitter. I love a uh, bitter Italian liqueur. It's you like it's in I my have blood. The same approach to that, in that I don't love the popularity of it. Make me love it. Oh. <laughs> I'm a, a Campari loving bitch, but like yeah. A, but yeah, the April Spritz is a beautiful looking. It's got it's pretty and it's yeah. A lot of people. I mean, love I it. know there's been like a lot of think pieces lately, namely New York oh, Times. Yeah, who, like fuck off. Yeah. Like, like oh, well, don't the just don't say put a don't do not good. say to put a pet gnat and a, a, a April Spritz. That's not. Ew. Oh no! They said Don't, that. Yeah, they did. They, like, I was like, what or the fuck? she did. Ugh, she was. That yeah, was disgusting. It was. It was. Yeah. Let, we don't. What's no, wrong it's like with people you? love That's what like they the, want to love. If ugh. people love an April Spritz, yeah, let them continue to do so. Yeah, but I, I'm into the whole low ABV cocktail, yeah, especially in the summer. Yeah. Um, I love Lillet on the rocks oh, with a twist of orange. Lillet rosé. Lillet rosé. Oh. It's the mm. love of my life. It's with the yes. squeeze of lime. Oh. Yeah. Um, I love um, Pinot Pinot. Will you explain Lillet to people who don't know? Oh, oh yeah. So so Lillet is a fortified wine. It's like a, it's like a vermouth, um, but it's slightly sweet. Um, Chirant, that's like a, a vin de liqueur, right? Well, yeah. So Pinot Pinot de Chirant is also it's very similar it's um it's made in the cognac region and for hundreds of years it was made by cognac families and it was kind of a byproduct of cognac making and it's fortified wine so um they didn't really export it outside of cognac even in like other parts of france they didn't even really know it until very recently you see like ratafia de champagne a little more frequently these days i feel like Mm. people never heard of them and like i see a little more often yeah it's so um there are these like small productions that are are finally getting exported and there's some money behind um marketing it um but pinot de Chirant is is very similar it, to lillet and that also and but you could get that um red white rosé so there's um and there's different levels of alcohol um and but it's typically lower abv similar to something like lillet or vermouth so like higher than wine but higher than wine it's fortified but so there is there is a spirit like a spiritus Spiritus. but it's not um it's not like 40 percent alcohol so you mix Um, that with the sparkling guys it's probably like 25 percent. yeah so that with the sparkling i'm a big fan of like keeping it light bubbly especially since moving to los angeles Mm. it's like i i I do love and 
effervescence. Mm. Um, uh, but well, what's interesting is I have like now that I've been here for three years, like my first couple of years, I was like, it's always summer. <laughs> and now I feel like I feel the seasons. Yeah. I actually do feel when it's winter, when it's fall, when spring kind of happens. Like There is a shift here that does happen. And, it, uh, you know, I think that you have to be here for a few years to kind of feel that. Yeah. And then I do because I am I've always been such a seasonal drinker like I drink whiskey and reds in the winter like I I, that's like just what I do and I drink like more clear spirits and more bubbly in the warmer months and uh, but since I've been here I'm like I do you know it's taken me a few years to like recrave some of that stuff like like crave red wine again yeah and whiskey and dark spirits and Mm. things like that because I did for my first year and a half almost I was pretty much like I just want something light and refreshing and now I'm kind of past that so it's it's been kind of an an interesting transition but um well you might have just answered it but um we have a final question for you oh yeah that is just what's bringing you some joy what's bringing you some lighthearted mm. it, it could be any one it of those be, light spirits <laughs> it could be simple it could be deep it's it whatever simple. whatever's bringing you joy oh well i mean so i've been on a big cognac kick for a oh, long okay. time yeah. so that's yeah. really bringing me that. joy i just feel like i've been writing about it a lot i did a whole podcast series about cognac oh, i went I to the region yeah. um Fun. last uh harvest season i did such a deep dive into it i got to know the producers oh. and the makers behind it and also american brandy and getting to know that production but the history of it is so beautiful yeah. and i just think it's one of those spirits that's so underrated and so uh, it, we don't pay enough attention to. And they, I just had brand, I had people over the other night and we, I took out Hein um, Cognac, which is uh, made in the Cognac region, but is the only British, mm. British in quotes, Cognac because, mm. and it's the Queen's Cognac. They mm. supply um, her with her Cognac. Oh. And it is just, and this was just the VSOP and it was so beautiful and not that expensive. It's probably like $38 a oh, bottle nice. and just divine. And if we can look at that kind of brown spirit, like we can whiskey, yeah. um, yeah. then I feel like it, it has a future. And, um, so yeah, I've been really into cognac. Yeah. I second that Armagnac and cognac. Oh, and Armagnac. Yeah. Spanish brandy too. Mm hmm. Can be so like a whole nother world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm into the brandies. Yeah. How do you feel about a sidecar? Oh, I love a sidecar. Oh, so I mean, I love a sour drink. When I was yeah. talking about daiquiris yeah. and margaritas earlier, like they're all like the same proportions. Just it's switch all out that. that same. It's like Mexican food. You just yeah. like it's the same ingredients. You just like Mix have different up. proportions of it. But, uh, but yeah, I am all about a sidecar. Mm. Guys, right. go drink some yeah. cognac. But I also I spent time in Armenia with a brandy company, oh, cool. um, the Ararat Brandy, and oh. yeah. So I think that's what started my brandy love and then I went to cognac and yeah so it's been an evolution but I I really think that it's um it's a spirit that should that deserves a lot of love thank you for that and I mean being as it starts as wine this is that's very appropriate the thing is brandy is the bridge to wine it's wine and spirits like that is the perfect kind of bridge so I'm glad that 
I love it. I, I'm glad I thought of that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Staying on brand. Staying on brand. Well, cheers. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Loved having you. This was so great. We'll be back at you guys from Temecula. From Temecula. Oh, yes. Yeah. And also, thank you, David Zwick. Thank you, David Zwick. Thanks, Thank you. you so much. Uh, go listen to Cindy Lauper. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Time, time after time. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my I just drink wine. I don't fuck with minute I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mate. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say Don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm a Somaliite. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.